Thank you so much for joining me. I'm very excited to be coming to you with this esthetician chat. I do this every Tuesday night. Those of you who are on my podcast, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Tonight's topic we're going to talk about is no retail means no business. And I have been wanting to do this chat for a while because I do understand that it's very important for us to understand the importance of retail. But it's also important for us to understand every aspect in our business. So if you've taken any of my masterclasses, if you've listened to any of my podcasts, you'll realize that I do have a really specific um, understanding on multiple streams of income, meaning that there's going to be a lot of people who specifically may not understand the importance of having more than one way to earn income. When we're in beauty school, we are literally taught that services should be our focus. We should perfect our hands. We should understand what's presented to us. We should be able to do skin analysis. We should be able to do all of these things. And then we might look at retail when we become seniors. We might look at doing something maybe in the interim, um, that could offset our services, but we may not go all the way to retail, right? Because in beauty school, retail wasn't really important to us. We were really focusing on the back bar. So it's hard for us to understand when we are so service oriented and so service focused that when the retail aspect comes into play, it's hard for us to understand, right? And it really dawned on me after I was going to beauty school and I got my first aesthetics job because my first aesthetics job, I had to know retail eight lines and I had to know in my back bar four lines. So out of the eight, four of them had professional products, but I still had to know all eight of the retail products because people would come in and purchase and they may not get a service with me. So that was my first true introduction into understanding the retail aspect of our businesses, right? And because I worked for someone, retail was heavily pushed a lot more than the services. And I didn't understand it because that was the opposite of what I had been taught in beauty school. Because in beauty school, we are literally taught to perfect our services. We're taught to rebook our clients. We may up to sell them to another service or an additional service, but we have never took the time and we were never taught the proper way to retail to our clients because in beauty school, that wasn't important. Our goal was to have our hands on as many people as we can, get as many um, services done in whatever modality they were. So whether it was facials, massage technique, hair removal, um, makeup application, lash application, whatever that modality was, we had to really focus on getting our numbers so that way, by the time we graduated, we had 100 underarms and we had 50 lash applications and, you know, 50 massage modalities, 25 facials, whatever we needed to do to graduate in order for us to take state board. So I think the biggest um, jump or hurdle for many of us when we go to work for someone is that it's, it's the opposite of what we were taught in beauty school. Retail is what carries businesses. The services add to the bottom line, but the retail is what brings the profit. So when we go to work for someone, um, which I always suggest to do right out of school, so you can understand the business in a different way, so you can really get a better picture of the business, it's a hard for us to understand that the focus has to shift now from services to retail. So when we make that shift, because it's forced on us, because many businesses will tie how much you bring home based off of your, your um, retail dollars. So if you, you know, 
sell this many, you'll get a percentage or a bonus or whatever they're going to offer you is tied into your take-home pay. So when we get into those scenarios, it becomes a really different ball game. And we sometimes um, don't understand the importance of those situations because when we decide to go solo and on our own, we do not keep what we've been taught with that on the job training. We revert back to where we were in beauty school and we focus solely on our services. So then when it comes time for us to understand retail, retail is second, third, fourth from the important list. And then when we start losing money, we don't quite understand that the businesses that we went to work for, the reason they were successful and the doors were open was because of the retail. So when I get solo estheticians that have conversations with me, whether it's on social media, they pick up the phone and call, or they walk into the business and I'm there that day in the storefront, people don't really understand that that retail dollar does a lot more than the service dollar. So if you're going with our cost per service that I always suggest, that cost per service is going to cover a portion of your rent, your hourly pay, and then the cost to do the service. And that's it. So anything over and beyond those three allocations, you're going to have a lot more difficulty than if you were to bring in retail that could even subsidize your hourly rate, but then also put money into the business, right? It could be sitting in the bank. So not only do you have enough money to, re to replenish what you sold on that retail dollar, now you have money to sit into the bank in case you want to buy larger. You want to expand your back bar. You may want to bring in another line. You might even be looking at equipment. All of that comes from the retail dollar. It does not come from the service dollar. So when I explain it in that way, and I have so many people that talk to me about this, and a lot of you are not retailing, which I completely just don't understand because- your service dollar is only going to stretch so far. So when you add the retail dollar into it, it adds another layer to your business. And then you can expound on that. You can have monetizing of your Facebook group, which I talk about in my masterclass series. Or if you have an online website, which I talk about in my masterclass series as well, which you're allocating, those are additional income, but all of those are revolved around your, your retail. Your monetizing of that Facebook group is, mon is monetizing the retail that you have. Those are the links that you're putting into your online store. So you're allowing people to give your business money, you, but you understand the importance of the retail dollar. So when I say that if you don't have retail, you don't have a business, you do not because there's no room for error with services. Services are only going to cover so much of your business. The retail is where it makes up and then adds two, which means it's going to give you more income than you would not have made in that service dollar. Because many of you, and I know this, are not even charging enough in your services to even cover a portion of the rent with every service, your hourly rate with every service, and then the cost that it costs you to purchase those products you're using to do the service itself. Many of you don't even know the cost of the services. You don't know um, how much it costs for you to do a facial with the products that you have in your back bar or how much it costs you to do the hair removal service with the products in your back bar. Like all of those have dollars attached to it, right? So if you're expecting that service dollar to stretch and cover every expense in your business, you're going to have a deficit in some part of your business. You're going to be without. So when I say no retail means no business, you have no business. If, if, if you can't cover all of your expenses, you're going to be in the deficit or in the red 
and you can't be in the red forever. At some point, something's going to go and then you're not going to have a business anymore. And so when I, when I break it down to this very simple thing, it really, um, makes me kind of nervous when I have to have that type of conversation because the retail is what keeps your doors open. It also solidifies the relationship with your client. They're coming to you with a problem. You're going to solve that problem, but the problem is also going to be solved by them doing daily home care based off of the retail product that you told them to purchase after their service or before their service or whatever. But if you don't have that, then how are you really solving that problem? And I really um, have seen a lot of people justify the reasons they don't have retail, but then they also don't have consistent income because they're constantly robbing people to pay Paul. Like you have to really understand that that service dollar is only going to go so far. It's only going to cover so much. That's where you get creative in your retail. You get creative in monetizing your Facebook group. You get creative in your website that's open 24-7. Like those are all of the income streams that are revolving around your retail dollar because you understand how important your retail dollar is to your business. And here's the thing. You can start your business and you can have a smaller round of retail. No one said you had to go out and spend thousands of dollars on retail, Right. But you have to have something and your retail has to match your growth. So the way I look at retail is if I have so many services in a month, I should be able to have at least half of that number in product for my shelf. So if you on average see two people a day, right, you're working five, I'm going low, but you're working five days a week, that's 10 times four weeks, that's 40 people. So you should at least have 20 products on your shelf. At least, I would love to see 40 because that means every person has a product. That's your goal. That's why I always talk about gift with service or gift with purchase, you know, or including the price of the retail product into your service dollar. So everybody walks away with the product, but you should a minimum have 20 items for this scenario, 20 products on your shelf. Like to me, that's the bare minimum, right? But someone will listen to this and say, oh my gosh, I can't have 20 products on a shelf. Like, do you know how much that would cost? You know how that, that investment is? Uh-huh, I do. And I also know that that return is gonna boost your income way faster and way more than a service dollar. You're not gonna get any boost from the service dollar. Service dollars are already allocated. They're already allocated to your rent. They're allocated to the money you take home and they're allocated to pay for more back bar. Your services don't pay your retail. Your retail pays for your retail. So if you understand that, then when you understand the importance of having retail in your business and where retail support comes in and how it's utilized as far as what it covers for the expenses that you have, then there's no argument on why you don't have retail anymore, right? Then let's talk about the relationship that you have with your clients because they come to you with the problem. You're going to solve that problem, but the problem is solved on a daily basis. It's not when they come to see you for their hair removal service or their skincare treatment. Like correction happens at home. It happens with daily use. So I'm going to give them 
the best cosmeceutical that I have, because I know that cosmeceutical is active and I know it's going to correct what the situation or what the problem is. So it's easy for me to do that. But if I don't even have 20 items on my shelf for the 40 people I'm going to see this month, then what happens if I have 80 people this month or 120 people or 200 people a month? Then that means I need to have a minimum of 100 products on my shelf, right? I'm just going at half. I'm not even going at the full 100 because the businesses that get it will carry 200. They'll carry a product for every single client. And that doesn't happen overnight, but it happens with the understanding that the opportunity for you to earn income over and beyond your service dollar always comes from your retail dollar. But if I don't have the product on the shelf for them to give my business money by purchasing that product, they're going to purchase a product and give their money to someone else. And I think that's the mentality that we have to come and start utilizing now because just because they don't buy something with you, or if you don't give them the opportunity to buy it from you, that does not mean they're not going to go someplace and get what they want. And it's really up to us to guide them based on their skin conditions and concerns on the products that they need. And if you listen to my um, podcast that I did, it was episode 20. I explained the importance of understanding cosmeceuticals as an esthetician and what they do in the skin, the actives that help in the correction, because you're always fixing something for a client. We as estheticians, we are fixers. We're either fixing a skin condition, we're fixing something that hair damage did to the skin, we're removing hair, we're fixing a problem. So when fixing that problem, you have to provide them the tools that they need to use at home to continue to correct that problem. And I say it that plain, Because the minute I hear, well, I can't retail. And the minute I respond, you have no business. But no, I do. No, you don't. Because you have to understand the relationship that you have with the client that you're fixing their problem, you're providing them a solution. And then that solution allows you to have revenue in your business. Your revenue comes from your retail. Your revenue does not come from your service dollar, right? Then you can have a bigger picture of when you're monetizing that Facebook group, those are people that may never step foot in your business, but yet they're still giving your business money. They're still bringing revenue to your business. Then we go to the next thing, which is your online store, which again, the people who patronize that may never step foot into your business, but they're still giving your business income. So all of those scenarios that I'm giving are all revolving around retail. So we have to get out of the mindset of thinking that the service dollar is going to cover everything that we need, but be open to the retail dollar, which actually adds money to the business, right? So when we look at the money that comes in from the retail and then we're, okay, I want to buy more retail, or I'm going to start being smart at how I buy and I'm going to buy all of my retail at a discounted rate because I'm buying in bulk, then you're making more money. Because you understand if you purchase enough, you're going to get a quantity discount and then you're going to get a free shipping discount, which all goes back into you making more money. But if you can't get past the simple understanding that you should have 50% or 50 
uh, percent of the amount of people. So I'll say it again. If you have a, a month, let's take 30 day schedule and you're going to have a minimum of 40 clients this month, you should have a minimum of 20 products on your shelf. If you're at a high volume business, you're going to have double that. So you're actually going to have 80 products on your shelf because your goal is all 40 is going to purchase something. So I, I really, you know, encourage, especially if you're struggling in your business and especially if you haven't really figured out that it's more important for you to understand the retail game than it is to focus 100% on your services. The retail game is bigger than the people that walk into your door. It's bigger than the people that just make appointments with you because now you're going to utilize the technology and allow the people who want to give your business money, give your business money, right? We have to understand that the retail is what keeps the doors open. And, and, you know, I get people that push back on that a lot because then they'll say, well, no, my books are full. You know, I'm working five days a week. I may see 10 people a day and I always go to, but there's a limited amount of people you can service a day. Even if you were taking people every 30 minutes, there's still a limit in the retail world. There's no limits. Retail is 24-7. Retail can be without a service time appointment. Retail is retail, right? So that's why I always encourage people, especially if you're brand new in the industry, work for someone. Let them show you how the retail game really works. Because I can guarantee you when you go work for someone, whether it's a corporation or a privately owned smaller business, the retail is where the money comes from. It's not the services. So that's the reason why they have you do specifically a percentage on whatever you sell, or they have a goal of how many you need to sell per day, per week, per month, whatever. It's based around the retail, right? They will train you through the service. But it's the retail that generates the income. So when you are a solo esthetician and you're trying to start off and you're trying to understand, you know, how to have multiple ways that your business can earn money on top of the services, that is where you have the opportunity to understand the bigger picture of retail, right? Once you understand the bigger picture of retail, then it becomes very easy to understand that every client should be purchasing a retail product but they can't purchase it if you don't have it available. So that's why I take the 50% rule when I start talking to new estheticians and their businesses. So you have your calendar. How many people did you have last month? Okay, you had 80 people. Did you have 40 products on your shelf? And it could be of the same item, but did you have 40 products on your shelf? And if you did not, why not? Why did you limit or why did you hinder your clients spending money with you? And I always speak that clear because I don't think that we think of it as the clients give our business money. We think of it as a sell. Well, I'm not a seller or I don't sell well. It's not about selling. You're providing the opportunity for your clients to give you money because they came to you with a problem. You're helping with that problem and you're helping correct that problem. And that is why they purchase the home care to use every day to move towards correcting the problem. Like it's always very simple to me, but when I get the pushback of not everybody can retail, 
And I say very clearly, not everybody then has a business because services will never give you what you need. The service dollars are already spent on just your overhead alone. So what does that leave you if you have no retail? What does that leave you? Nothing. Where's the fastest way you can have more income coming in? It's retail. And then it's monetizing the Facebook with the retail. Then it's having the online store with the retail. Like you have so many more options and so many, those are three income streams just off of that one retail item, right? So I can have three different ways money's coming into the business because now I've understood that people want to spend money with me whenever they want, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They love to be in a Facebook group where other people are talking about the products I have or the services they got. And then there's a link with the picture, then they can buy it anytime they want. And then when they're with me, when they see me in my brick and mortar, they again see the shelf because people buy visual, right? That's why people love Sephora. That's why people love going into these places where the shelves are full. So they visually now see the product sitting on the shelf. And they, again, want to give my business money on top of the service dollar. So if you're not, if, if you're in a place where, one, you really did not understand retail as a whole, right? Or two, you focus too much on your service dollars and your decorum, and you focus very little on the retail, and now you're in a place where your service dollars are not able to stretch as much as we would want it to, then you have to understand where retail comes in and why successful businesses make retail 60% of their income. It's because of the flexibility of retail. It's not based off of a service. It's not based on someone stepping into your door. It's the understanding of, I have multiple ways of earning income, multiple ways of allowing people to give my business money because it's now based on the retail. And it's very simple for me. It's always been simple for me. But like I said, my very first aesthetic job, I had eight retail lines that I was responsible for and four back bar lines I was responsible for. So I went from having one product line in school to having to learn eight retail lines and four back bar lines. So I didn't really have a choice. But I understood why that business was set up in that way, because the retail is the revenue. So you always have to remember your retail is your revenue. Revenue is over and beyond you paying your bills. So your bills can be paid with your service dollars, right? But your revenue, the extra money is from the retail. So it's easy for me to go into that space and just say, and I ask people all the time, okay, so where's your retailer? Oh, I don't retail. Well, why not? Well, I really can't afford it. Then you can't afford to be in business long-term. And if you're not a seller, and I'm always saying this, include the price of the product into your services. You create your services, right? Well, yeah. Okay. So then why can't you include a product into the price of the service? Well, I don't think they're going to pay it. Hmm, okay. That's not an excuse that I accept because most people like to know how much something is going to be. And if they saw on your service menu, product included, they're going to do it because it's a no-brainer. If you don't sell well, that's the first place that I always suggest to go. You may not want to do a full size. Let's do a sample included. People love that it's one price. 
But in order for you to grow the relationship, which is what we do, we have relationships with our clients and you want to fix the problem that they came to you with, they're going to have to have something at home to use on a daily basis. Your goal is to make sure that it comes from you and not something that they're guessing at by going to another store or whatever they're walking into because they think that this is what their skin needs. They're coming to you as the expert, but you're not providing everything as the expert, right? That's why I love to have clients when I was taking clients bring in what they were using because I could easily say, okay, so we want to correct or slow down signs of aging. This product is not going to do that. That one's not going to do it. And this one's not going to do it. But we can slow down if you understand why these don't do that. One, that's primarily scented water. That one is not going to give you anything because there's no actives in it. And that one really is not going to give you anything because there's no actives in it, but it also is more moisture than anything else, which is okay because you need moisture, but that moisture is not going to slow down the signs of aging. The products I have, we have some active. So I want to show you our peptides. I want to show you some things in here with our vitamin C that can correct, that can slow down signs of aging and help with hyperpigmentation and melasma. So I go down the line of what I'm using because every client sees every single products that I suggest every single time. So, you know, there's a lot of things that we have flexibility in. There's a lot of things that we have control of, especially when we are a business owner. Um, and especially when we work for ourselves but we don't do the things that will help our business. We focus on the things that don't really bring us income. And it's hard for us to get out of that because we were so pushed in that in school. And which is again, why I say, go take a job because you gotta learn the on the job training. On the job training comes when you work for someone. You're going to learn all the job on the job. You're going to learn what you like, what you don't like. You're going to learn how to turn over your room. You're going to learn how to upsell. You're going to learn how to rebook. You're going to learn all those things because you have a steady people coming in consistently, right? When you go out on your own, there's a lot of ebbs and flows. There's a lot of times where you're going to be slow. There may be times when you're packed. You maybe have to turn people away, but that's not often. Then on top of that, you still got to make sure that they're in front of the retail. They still got to make sure that they're purchasing retail, that they're using it correctly. You're checking in with them. You're progressing. You're showing all the progresses that they've had from the beginning. They like there's a whole bunch of stuff that happens, right? But retail is a part of that game. The minute you cut the retail off or you back off on the retail or you purchase less of your retail, you're taking money out of your business. And I used to really use that words and those specific words when I used to do my live masterclasses. And I would say, you know, we did your cost per service. You obviously were not making any money on that cost per service. You weren't paying yourself that full hourly rate. You didn't charge enough to cover your rent. You didn't charge enough for the services, but now you have no retail. Where do you think the money's going to come from? And then I get lots of eyes like, well, I guess I could get some retail. You guess where else in this equation now, because your service dollars, you're over there in the red on the service dollars. You didn't even make enough to give yourself a decent hourly rate. You might be making one or $2 an hour. So where else are you going to find money to come into the business? It's going to be your retail, but you have to understand the importance that it plays in your business. Because if you don't think it's important now, then when you start becoming busy, you're going to go and you're going to lax off again. You're not going to keep up with your inventory. You're not going to keep up with purchasing. You're not going to keep up with making sure you have so much of whatever service product you have on the shelf. You're going to really um, 
be very laxed on the retail. And it's funny because I tell you all the time, the successful businesses, their focus is on that 60, 40, 60% of their business is retail. So they know their inventory. They know their best-selling products. They understand the retail display and why it should be full because people love to walk in and go directly to that retail space because they want to look at what you have. Spending of clients and spending of people happens out of habit, not even necessity. People like to buy something they want, right? So when you understand all of that and you actually understand the role that it has in your business, then there's no more arguments anymore because the revenue came from your retail. So not only were you able to pay for what you purchased, now you're able to pay more because the more you buy, the less it is per item. And typically you're not going to pay for shipping. You know, I'll never forget. There is a spa that does business with us and they really, they get it. Like they get it. And I'm always like, oh, I wish I could say, you know, and tell people like they understand their best sellers. Right. So instead of them maybe buying um, $500 of product, they're going to buy $500 of their best seller, their number one bestseller. And then two weeks later, they're going to buy another $500 of their second bestseller because one, they're going to get the discounts on the quantity and $500 is they're going to get the free shipping. So instead of them having to buy once a month, they now buy maybe once a quarter or every six months because they understand the equation of the services that they're doing versus the amount of retail that has to be on the shelf. And there's not a lot of people that can get to that point. Um, but even the ones that can, it's not a natural thing for us to do. So of course we, we, we shy away like, oh no, I would never spend $500 all on personal bars. Why would I do that? And I always come and say, but you only buy it once a, twice a year, if that. So from January to June, you're making nothing but revenue, 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 revenue. And then June, you're coming, you'll buy another $500 of retail. Like, do you understand that? And some people, they get that. They get it, especially for the products that move. They get it. But others, it's a fight. And then I have to break down that you're spending more money in, re in, in, in shipping fees and you're not utilizing the quantity discounts and all of these other things. That should be something you should be striving to is controlling how you spend and then spending with purpose. If my goal is to make my retail 60% of my income, then I got to really understand that retail dollar. I got to understand how to buy. Because if I don't buy right, then I'm not going to get that 60%. So if I can buy something and get discount on top of discount of it and not pay for the shipping on it, I got to buy that in bulk. It was so refreshing in my business when I started buying 12 and 24 of the same item. And it was so funny because I started witnessing when I only had maybe three or six of the same item on my shelf that clients wouldn't buy. And they wouldn't buy because they were like, oh, I think I have enough at home and I can get this the next time. I don't want to take it away from anybody else that's going to come in and get services with you today. And I'll always be like, no, 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 you're fine. Go ahead. Take it. You're good. No, no. You know, I know there's going to be a couple of people that come in today and they're going to need it. I'm thinking, what? So when I started buying 12 and 24, I started putting 12 on the shelf. And they flew. 
it's the weirdest thing. Um, I don't understand it. But from that point on, I didn't, I didn't skimp on my shelf anymore because of the perception. They were perceiving that I didn't have enough, so they didn't want to take it because they wanted the person after them to be able to buy it. But when I started putting 12 of the same item, they grabbed it, no questions asked. And I would look at their chart and be like, oh, um, you haven't purchased this. I'm pretty sure you're out. Yep, you know I am. And then while I'm here, I'm going to grab that. And I'm like, isn't that something? I had the product on the shelf last, and I only had three of them. But now I put 12 out of them and they're just buying it. No questions asked. The perception was the difference. Well, I'm at 30 minutes. Thank you guys so much on my podcast for joining me. You can always take any of my master classes. We are now up to 10 master classes in the Stephanie Lanes Institute. It's only 25 bucks a month. We have two new master classes every single month. So you can definitely join me there. You can click the link in the podcast. Thank you so much. Until next time. Those